is episode 397 for November 2015, and I dig that opening song. It's called Spider Ska by The Business, and we're going to provide a link to the, that uh, their YouTube video up on our thread on our message board at spidermancrawlspace.com. Anyway, cool little catchy rendition of the opening Spider-Man theme from a 60s cartoon. All right, before we get to the Spider News, I want to ask for your support of this podcast and our website. Log on to our front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says support this site via PayPal, and you can help us cover the bandwidth costs that it takes to host all these MP3s up on our server for you to download. That takes a lot of gigs of information and cost to host all those MP3s. All right, gang, on with news. Hey, Crawl Spacers, let's tackle uh, Spider News for this month. We're starting with Ashley on this one. Uh, your new Spider-Man, your Marvel Universe Spider-Man, uh, the actor Tom Holland's got a new look. Tell me about that. He's posting on Instagram, too. Yeah, while he's getting prepared for you know his new cameo in the uh, was the Captain America Civil War and for the upcoming uh, Spider-Man movie, he's uh, gotten the haircut, which is very similar to what we've seen in the Ultimate um an ultimate Spider-Man, you know, the ultimate Peter Parker. He's got kind of, you know, the bangs and then the, you know, the look. And he's right. also been, uh, not only has he, you know, been to the salon, he's been hitting the gym, too. And he posted up a picture where he's really been uh, getting into shape for the role as well. What do you, what do you think of that new haircut? Do, do you like that news? I'm not a fan of oh. that, do. I don't know. Look I, really, at me I really about liked, um, I liked Peter Parker a lot in the ultimate verse. I don't really know what to say about the haircut. Yeah. If I saw someone like that, it, like if Jack had his hair like that, I'd be like, "What the hell are you doing?" But <laughs> I mean, he, he he looks the part, so that yeah. I, I, th- I think it's cool that the this actor can do the flips. I don't think Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield can do. Yeah, he's also flips been, and arab- it looks like he's got a he had a previous history in gymnastics. He said it was so good to be back in the gym. So thank you, thank you, thank you for getting me started again. <laughs> you went back to the gym because of Spider-Man, huh? Yeah, he's really enthusiastic about this role and also just yeah. not about being the character, but just doing everything that mm-hmm. comes with it, just looking the part and also uh, you know doing his moves. Mm-hmm. George, I bet you hate that haircut, don't you? Uh, I'm more worried about how they're going to portray the character than the haircut, really. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I it. it he, yeah, the one thing I did notice in that picture is how developed his muscles are. Yeah, the kid's bulking yeah, up. Yeah, he is. He's bulking up a lot. <laughs> and he, yeah. he got that perfect, like, you know, the look that uh, that Peter Parker had in Ultimate, where he's got that scrawny but buff look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought of. I just, I just hope they get uh, they get him right in the movie, uh, and I'm hopeful that they will, because he's damn sure not doing it in the comics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ashley has another topic. Uh, speaking of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, uh, tell me about that. What do we got for this one? Now, recently, they've uh, had their names immortalized in the names of two new spider species that were discovered in um, in Iran. We have the Philistata Maguire and Pritha Garfield Garfieldi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's cool. So these, I, I didn't know. I guess they're still discovering spider species. Still, mm-hmm. that's odd. I thought all the spiders were found. No, they're no. They're, God, no. No, no. 
So we're well, still well, discovering species, aren't we? Every day, dude. Yeah, that happens every I, day. Maybe that just went over my head. I don't think about things like that, but we're we still haven't tracked everything on this planet. Yeah. Well, we're not even close. No. Wow. Yeah, anyway, some, I think that's kind of cool. They posted some pictures of the new species on the um, on comicbook.com and the the link on our. Uh, do we have this linked on our uh, on our front page? No, I, I have I have read it. We, up we yet, used no. to post pictures okay. of spiders, but it started freaking people out or something. What was the story on that, Brad? <laughs> I don't remember. No, seriously, like like sometimes like people what? would post pictures of spiders on a Spider-Man website, and apparently some people like got it was like a trigger for some people or something. Oh, oh, I used to have back in my GeoCities days of the page, I used to have an animated GIF. Where at the bottom of the page, the spider would come out of the right of your your screen and crawl all the way across, the from the left to the right or the right to the left, and I've I remember people commenting like they thought there was a real spider on their screen. <laughs> but uh, maybe that's no. What it's they just were like one time there was drama about people posting pictures of spiders on the message board or something like that, and and we actually, or I say Funny. we y'all actually cracked this is before I was an admin y'all cracked down on it, and I was like I, I never understood <laughs> that. Somebody, oh, I don't remember that. That's weird. Most anyway. people have never had a garden before. Because, I mean, like, I tell you, like, I, every time I see those spiders out in my garden, I'm like, you stay there, you keep up the good work. Yes. <laughs> if, you, if you hate bugs, you should love spiders and geckos. Mm. Yeah, because the spiders trap the insects that are going to eat your tomatoes or whatever. Do you know how much right? malaria we'd have if it, weren't, if it wasn't for, like, frogs and geckos and spiders? It's almost like they have a big responsibility to the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, it's right? almost like they were designed as part of a system. Because that's a lot of responsibility. What, actually, what did you say? What's <laughs> even worse than spiders? I think we can all universally agree on. Those silverfish, you know, those those furry-legged little bastards that just come crawling out of your shower. Oh, the big you know, roaches? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Jumping oh spiders, God. they hunt them and eat them. Wow. So you wow, see wow. a little, you see one of those little jumping spiders walking around your, yeah, like every time Jack and I see one, we're like, you know, keep it up. Yeah. yeah. They're staying. Damn. All right. Uh, those are Ashley's two. Ashley, you're not feeling well. Do you want to, you want to. Yeah, I'm going to cop out. I've okay. been, or I'm going to duck out here. <laughs> okay. I've been nursing a strep throat for the past week and I got to get back to work tomorrow. I've. Taking off okay. two days, and I can't really take off much. So we want to get Ashley's two news topics out of the way. Yeah, so that was good talking back. to y'all. Can y'all hear me now? Hey, yes. there, there you hey, are. Welcome hi. back. Say goodbye to Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hi, Zach. Hi, Zach. Next month is your one-year anniversary with us. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. And guess what we get to do next month? We get to shop for spider gifts. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's true. And I'll actually know what to get you guys since I actually know who you are now. Exactly. Yeah, you phoned it in last year. That's funny. Welcome to the show. What are you buying us? What are you buying us? Yeah. Hey, hey, are we going to do live callers? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We haven't done it all year. we got one month left. All right. Live callers and Christmas. This will be coming up. Ashley, uh, hang hang on, Zach. Ashley, have a good night and take care of yourself. Uh-huh. All right. Y'all too, thanks. That'll be Ashley's first live callers, too, so that'll be exciting. There you mm-hmm. go. Oh, by fire. Yep. Okay, Mike, you also have to leave. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, which is, so i got to get my two segments we're, first. We're, we're getting your two uh, topics in. Uh, segwaying off of Andrew Garfield, uh, Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone broke up. What's yes, that about? I'm afraid you're going to have to get the hankies out, because apparently they decided to... Uh, according to Variety Vanity Fair, you know, they decided to have decided to, you know, call it quits. Um, they did have a trial separation 
for a little bit, and then they got back together, but now they decide to kind of aimlessly part ways because they just said it wasn't, you know, um, they just have a lot, they still have a lot of love for one another, and they are in good terms with each other and remain close. It just Am- wasn't amicable. working. Amicable. Yeah, it's an amicable split. So Is she dating a dude with cornrows? I have no idea. What, with, uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Likes pumpkins? No, I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe this is going back. Maybe I think, maybe, who knows, maybe Andrew Garfield wanted to have a little career in haikus, like with, with, with <laughs> last month, <laughs> last month or something. But, um, no, but I mean, they, it just, you know, it just kind of happens. I mean, Hollywood couples usually, they, you know, they, when you're working close proximity like this and, Things look good, pretty good, but then after a while, it just you know, you know, the very, you know, some. I mean, oftentimes Hollywood relationships they do not, they don't tend to last long, and this is pretty much no exception. So, well, but oh well, life goes on. For all those shippers out there, this is uh, this is sad. Yeah. Not that I all right. I mind very much because you know. That's it. Oh, Emma Stone's on the market for you now. Well, I'm probably a little bit too old, but that's okay. <laughs> Don't catch yourself out. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone breaking up? I'd be a no. no all right. Really. Uh, yeah, I mean, you wrote it up, George, on the front page. I mean, it's it's nice to see the the two characters that you like uh, really did. I mean, their chemistry in that Amazing Spider-Man series was an, was one of the best parts of the two movies. Yeah, but but chemistry, you know, and like you yeah. get into characters. Like, did you ever watch the the series Psych? Oh yeah, the two the, the guy and the girl on that show wound up together in real life and became mm-hmm. a couple. And their names escape me right now. And so mm-hmm. everybody was like super duper excited about that. They're like, oh my god, they're cute on the show. Oh my god, they're cute in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just recently broke up. Mm-hmm. So at some point you're like, on the one hand, you're kind of gun shy about that. You're like, yeah, it's cool and all, but th- this is doomed. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, what? What? what uh, is there any that you guys can think of that have lasted longer than ten years? Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. That's about it. Um, Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins lasted a long time before yeah, they finally true. got separated. Uh, same with uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. They had a couple yeah, of kids they, together. They, I they mean, were, and then he went off into going a little bit too deep into crazy town banana pants yeah <laughs> Chris Chris Pratt and uh, Anna Ferris have seemed to last a while a good long and they're, and they're like the anti the antithesis of Hollywood they are they're very down to earth mm-hmm. yeah. yeah seem cool alright Mike's other news story uh, there was a CBR article mm-hmm. uh, where they interviewed Axel Alonso, and he uh, compared Mr. Dan Slott to somebody. Tell me about well, this. Well, okay. The, to read the, fuel, the full quote, he basically, they asked, um, um, CBR asked Axel Alonso, what, was, what has him most excited for Slott's recent phrase of, amazing, of this Spider-Man run? And if you want to know what we at the Crawl folks uh, thought about it, you can listen to the review podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but we did not like the, the no. three issues. Well, I we will to be approved. One of us actually probably liked it a little better than others, but even your grades were still average. To, yeah. To okay. I mean, you weren't high up in the A range at all. You were C's and D's. Yeah, pretty much. But um, anyway, Alonzo um, responded to the question with this: uh, "To Dan's earn the job over and over again." 
<laughs> the ideas he's bringing to Spider-Man are totally out of the box, and all of them hit nothing but net. I'm on record saying it took me a long time before I was sold on the Superior Spider-Man. Shows what I know. Keeping the sports analogy alive, he's the Michael Jordan in the zone. He's like Michael, he's like Jordan, Michael in Jordan in the zone. Yep. yep. Go home, Alonzo, you're drunk. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. And so now he goes off about how you know, going off a little bit, how he's, you know, how he's, you know, he's, how's, how's, how every ending has a hook that will really get in readers. Well, okay. I will say that, okay, to try to do my other sports analogy, I wouldn't say Dan Slott is more like Michael Jordan. I'd say he's more like Dennis Rodman at this point. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a better analogy because the thing is, Dan, to Dan Slott's credit, he does know how to hook the readers. I mean, he does come up with some very interesting, some enticing premises that want to oh make you. Oh my God! I'm going to be well here. to make you well to make you see how where I mean. Well, think about those. This George. I mean, with, with Superior Spider-Man, you did. I mean, you said you did like that series, though. Yes, that one year and a half that he's of <laughs> uh, stories that he's done. You're right. That one. That one. That that was. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. and in what an eight year span? Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he li- you also like renew your vows too. Yeah, until the dead end. Yeah, but I mean, I think it just. It, I mean, now uh, this isn't to say about the writing. On the other hand, is a different story. But I think in terms of, but he does. But but the thing is, he does know how to. I mean, it does know how to draw you in better for better. For well, I, I, let's talk about Dan Slott's ideas. Uh, he, I mean, they sound good, but the execution sucks. Oh, sure. With the exception of this latest volume, uh, let's kill Spider-Man. Let's replace him with Doc Ock. Let's uh, do an alternate timeline where he's still married to Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this, let's have every single Spider-Man ever. There's that one. Spider-Verse. That, that, yeah. that sounded like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay. This last one, let's make him Tony Stark slash Batman, yeah. does not sound good. Mm-hmm. But those ideas sound, okay, I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Uh-huh. And the execution is just horrible. Mm-hmm. Just awful. He's a great. He's a great plotter. He's not a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between the two. Oh yeah. And I, I'm not a sports guy, so I, I can't really. But I know when you say he's like the Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is arguably what I, from my know, the best basketball player of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them. It's one of them. Well, right? and the other. Yeah. Dan Slott is not one of the best comic book writers of all time. No, I mean the only thing you think right now is because right now Dan Slott he just sells. And well, part of it has to do with the fact that he's writing for you know one of the most you know popular, recognizable franchises ever. And also, why does it sell? And, and and if if he were to hear this, he'd be like, "Why are you rooting for it to fail?" Because well, as we said in the review show, it's it's not yeah. Peter Parker and it's not Spider Man. It's it's bad. It's people. not. The, if you have the writer telling you on a message board that you have to stop thinking to enjoy the damn issue, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's a huge problem. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a giant yeah. problem. Oh yeah, like I said in the other review thing, it's co- it's it's cotton candy essentially. It's yeah. it, it looks sweet. Why taste. does it? Yeah. Why does it sell? That, uh, here, that's my question to the panel. Why does it sell? It sells, it, it sells because it's Spider Man. It sells because of the, all the variants. Well, all Howard Mackey wrote the damn thing, and it didn't sell. Well, well, because because you also have a variant program. You have six different variant covers. Yeah. Per issue, Howard Mackey so, did not have that to, to boost. No, Howard Mack, I agree. Howard Mackey did not have variants to boost or prop his numbers. And up. back and then, it'd be you have writers saying that you know you had to stop thinking to read a comic. Mm-hmm. How sorry, many Zach. how many returns are there from the comic shops from the initial orders? Yeah, I mean, we don't know. 
mm-hmm. we don't know that. We also don't know. I mean, you got you got certain stores that they get their exclusive variants. Like mm-hmm. Midtown Comics has theirs. Hastings well, the, has theirs. Hang on, they're not allowed to return stuff anymore. Remember, they uh, Jameis changed that policy way back in the day. Yes, they and, can't. They, they're not. If you're a retailer and you buy X amount of issues and they don't sell, tough kitty, you, you're out. Yep, that's right. So, you're so my question is, is to me, that's why, like, uh, with the uh, with the comic shop I used to frequent, he was very conservative with his with his ordering because he always felt like that um, he didn't want a bunch of issues sitting on the shelves, and the variant covers really truly weren't worth it hmm. in the long in the long run. Hmm. You, you have some of those retailers that've been around for a long, long time that have seen the industry have its ebbs and flows. That's where I, I just I have a big big issue with how much is this organic growth how much is it as it manufactured mm-hmm. yeah because mm. I, I, my line of work I'm, I'm a I'm, I'm an account manager I, I manage you know thousands upon thousands of dollars worth of money with with my clients and if if how much is that Word of mouth. How much is that me actually going out there and, and interacting with the customer? How much is it that somebody else screwed up? You know, there, there's different and various things. So if if it's organic, awesome. I you know I want Spider Man to succeed. Every single person in this call in this in this program yes. wants Spider Man to succeed. We mm-hmm, just yes. don't want it to. Um, we don't want to lose the soul of the character in the mm-hmm. process. Right, and we're yeah. right, we, and we're we want the, him, and we're on the verge of, of that. In some cases, we pro- it's it's actually kind of happening with this with this current storyline here. Yeah, and we we want it to be up there with the best <clears throat> written Spider-Man stories that we've read in fifty years, and it's just not there. And and when he says he's Michael Jordan in the zone, that would be saying like it's it's Roger Stern in the zone. Or it's some of our all-time favorite Spider. He's like Stan Lee in 1961. You, in the you know what? You know what? One of the greatest drinks that Roger Stern had, and I love Roger Stern. We call him Uncle Rog. You and I have talked for hours about how much we loved Roger Stern's yes. work on Amazing Spider-Man. Sure, we, we disagree with him on the marriage. I think he was wrong on the marriage. I think he was wrong on Doctor Strange and Clea. But by God, the guy could write. But by God, the guy can. He, he's an incredible writer, and he is so friendly. Yes. Um. That's the big – but factors. I think one of the biggest things going for Roger Stern on his work as Amazing Spider-Man is that it was so strong and that it wasn't eight freaking years. Mm-hmm. He didn't have time to burn out or anything like that. You know, I mean oh. but Marvel just keeps throwing up Dan Slott. You know, like – I mean like it's, it's – what's, what's a good analogy? I mean it's like the – only, The only thing that compares to it is <clears throat> Peter David's run. Well, I mean to, – to, I mean – from what well, I, let me hear your analogy. I want well, to hear well, yeah, the analogy. Because you don't just throw that shit out because Peter David can actually write. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Peter David's run on, on the Hulk in terms of the length. You know, it, yes. uh, he had his ebbs and his flows, but for the most part, he had his highs. I mean, Ex- mm-hmm. Exponentially better than what Slot's done on Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. Exponentially. Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, at this point, it's getting to, I think, uh, in part because I think from what I – I mean, it does look like – I mean, and I've heard this on another – uh, different podcasts, I believe, that said that rumor has it that he's that Slot has now kind of almost got a stranglehold on the title uh, right now because mm-hmm. you know I mean that's you know but so at this point there comes a point where this is why you have like um, even some of the best writers usually have to kind of eventually 
maybe move on to some other project because you, after a while you do start to kind of start you know spinning your wheels a little bit and you want something a little bit different. That's what uh, uh, Ed Brubaker, who had a hugely successful run on Captain America, that's mm-hmm. basically what he did. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you quit. You quit on a high note. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slot should have quit on with Superior and been done with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, that, that, that was his been a way to go with a high note because everything mm-hmm. else past that has sucked. Mm-hmm. With the exception of renew your vows. Okay. I don't even count renew your vows. I mean, it's it's like an Elseworld right now. It didn't even happen. Those characters are dead, as far as we know from the Secret Wars. That didn't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, segwaying off onto another slot related topic, uh, he recently did an interview with Comic Book Resources. And uh, the the biggest quote I take out of it is uh, uh, what, what, what's the direct quote I put in my headline? Let me oh, I'll be it. writing on Spider Man until they fire me or something. Is that what I'm on the book until they fire me? Is the quote that uh, he gave Zach? Take me through this one. What, he, he's got big plans, oh. evil plans for Spider Man. Oh, and you interrupt you guys. And you interrupt you guys. I'm going to have to uh, leave momentarily. So um, I'll say good night real off here. So all right, night, Mike. Thanks, have a good okay. one, buddy. You too. Have a good one. Basically, you had him stroking his skunk beard, <laughs> uh, saying, "Oh, I've got these. You're going to have to pry this this title from my cold dead hands." It's like, oh my god. Basically, this was an interview. Uh, when you when you watch the video, the interviews, it's it's basically a fluff piece. Brad, you know all about fluff pieces, right? Yeah. When you're a reporter, you you have the pieces that are sort of filler. And yeah, and, yeah, and and this really strikes me as a, as a as a fluff piece. No, this is a this is a paid ad. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, come on. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I mean, there's no there's no real depth with this. He he basically goes goes through the entire um, uh, status quo setup that issue one was. So really, to me, this was this was a non-essential video. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you guys think? Uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to what the two well, think. Well, basically, he talked about how he's, he like we've discussed before, he's got years and years planned for Spider-Man. I don't know and if that's necessarily he, true. I think that was true at the very beginning, but I, I, don't, I don't see him going another eight years. I see him... He, I do. Well, I think <laughs> if a lot of he would... I, I do think he will have to be fired off this book. And and if it's going to happen, I, it's, I think it's got to happen with this bad idea of Parker Industries. I, I, I really do. I want to see how it sells when it gets to 12, issue 12. Where is it where is it ranked at when you when you get to when you get to a year of writing of this well, 6 months into the story and where is it is it still in the top 20? Is it still in the top 10? Where is it at? So I, I, I don't. Dis- he probably has like a note, a tattered notebook from 1972, that has all the all the scribbles that he put down when he was you know 12. Oh God. Well, they're they're ideas, is what they probably are. Like Doc Ock with Spider uh, Spider Man's body. Yeah. But they're they're not. Ex- what if we used every Spider-Man ever? They're probably ideas yeah. that he has bullet points to, but he doesn't have a direct way to tell the story yet. Yeah, I, and that is absolutely true. I think I think it's like list of their bullet points, list list of bullet points to to hit on Spider-Man before I die. Exactly. And exactly. And, and to me, it's that's the, that's the hallmark of his run. It's not. It's it's just a bunch of ideas you throw against the wall. Oh, hey, let's see what sticks. 
and there's no there's no real it's very ADD. It's all over. Well, the I've place. Al- you know I've always said that um, the way he writes and the way he paces is and hell Ashley and I were talking about this on Facebook today. Uh, it's very it's very much anime or manga. Agreed. You know, how, how so? I, I'm not familiar with anime or manga with Ellie tells stories. It's very choppy. It's very quick. It's mm-hmm. all over the place. It's sporadic. It's random. It's his yes his his writing style. You could definitely tell he's he's writing at a manga or anime pace. It's like he's writing anthology. He's writing an anthology book in Amazing Spider-Man. You know what I mean? You know. I, uh, the the odds are against him in the fact that not many people last this long in a comic book. Uh, I put in in the the in the headline, I mean in the uh, the article, something he quoted on his Facebook page. Uh, six years he's been writing the book solo, and he started the book two years previous with the Brain Trust. Yeah, and he was kind of the ringleader of that, so we we know how. That so was. eight eight years we've had this writer on the book. There, I I can you name another writer that's been on a book eight years in the comic <laughs> book industry? Um, well, I, I just mentioned Ed Brubaker was on there pretty pretty. pretty <coughs> how long have you been on Hulk? Ten plus. I, think. I mean that and Stan. I mean Stan. I'm, I'm talking about modern comics. Oh, modern. Well, a Brubaker is a good another example. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis I, on Ultimate Spider-Man. That's two thousand. Yeah, there you go. So now, that's, that's fifteen years. Yeah. So I mean, he's the only one that gets close, or one of his ghostwriters, one or the other. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've made that joke way too many times. It's 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 all <laughs> But you know, it, it, there's frustration because you, you keep getting the same perspective all the time, and yeah. I'd like to see somebody tackle Spider-Man that um, understands the character. Well, that, and I I also want to see somebody tackle Spider-Man that, I'm not going to say undo, does what's, what Slot's done, but tell compelling stories. That's Well, you know, we have this new Spidey book. I mean, I, I granted, I don't really want, I'm not... You mean Untold, Untold Tales of Spider-Man 2.0? I, I'm not, not really clamoring for another. I, I want like a, well, the, the status quo is so damn effed up. That's, that that's another get, big problem, too, is that yeah. once Slot is finally gone... Yeah. While we're hung, we're hungry for somebody to come and tell good yeah. stories. A lot of damage control is going to have to be done. So much to me, this has to be fixed for this I was, character. I was going to say I was wanting like a spectacular book where it had a different writer tackling Spider-Man, but that writer would have to deal with Slot's shenanigans too. He'd have to be Parker Industries Dude, CEO. Slot and had, all that stuff. Slot had Spider-Man so much by the balls whenever we had the satellite titles. That he was dictating basically what should be written in Venom. He was dictating what. That was is insane. Are you serious? Uh, well, I, what I mean by that what is, you mean? is that when I, remember Venom and Scarlet Spider, they constantly had little crossovers here and there, and so basically, like the idea of Flash Thompson as Venom. Remember, SWAT started that. The point one issue is how that started. And then you had Spider Island crossover, so basically he basically told the writer, "This is what I want to accomplish in this in the story." Every everything was running through amazing during that time, and to me, and that's what I mean by dictating. You you couldn't have you couldn't have Superior crossover with Spider Man. You couldn't have Cade react. 
outside of outside of his book, so you had to relegate it to oh, this has to be handled by you know superior team up. Two, you know, it's like it's like come on. All right, let's move on to another topic. What else we got, Zach? You're uh, we're going back to movie news a little bit, and we already talked about uh, Tom Holland's uh, haircut. Now we're talking about his potential new costume. Talk okay, everybody is wondering what the hell the costume's going to look like. Yeah. In the new uh, Captain America uh, Civil War movie, the uh, rumors are, and this is, let's, let's, let's state these words. Grain, grain of salt. Grain of salt. That, yeah. the, uh, uh, that the, the back of the costume, the, uh, the spider emblem on the back is going to be in the vein of Steve Ditko and Jazzy John Jr., meaning you got the big old huge spider oval with the little stubby, stubby <coughs> little legs popping out. That's where um, this rumor is all about. Now, in comparison to the the um, the Raimi films, had basically a stylized version of the front emblem on the back. The uh, Garfield 1.0 had a very small, thin version of that particular spider. And then we went kind of went back to that with the Garfield's 2.0 costume. So we've never had a Spider-Man costume that looked exactly like the Lee Ditko era. We never really saw web pits either, which I I would like to see. I I think that we will see web pits. I think that's exactly I think what we'll see Kevin web pits. Yeah, was hinting at. Yeah, I I think we will too. Uh, what do you think of that symbol on the back of Spider-Man's costume? Um, I would like to see a movie version of it. And look. Uh, this is the same Marvel Studios that brought the classic Captain America costume in such an organic way that I, I still get a grin when I see you know Chris Evans with the little the goofy little wings popping out on the, on the side of his head. Yeah, you know, so I, I, I'm not surprised. I, I, I actually don't mind the Tobey Maguire and, and Garfield spider that's on the back. I mean, I guess I prefer it more than the classic one. I guess I'm. I don't know. Well, I, I want to see how it looks in in film, but I, I would um, I would surmise that the both the the Garfield 2.0 and and Raimi films did did the suit justice. There's not much yeah. more you can do to that suit yeah. and change it. Yeah. Well, putting web pits and making the classic emblem on the back. Uh, that, yeah, I, I guess I would like to see that on film. Mm-hmm. George, what's your thoughts? This is clickbait. Um, the uh, <laughs> no, it, it is. It comes from Heroic yeah. Hollywood, which is that one guy that used to write for Latino Review. The, the same guy who told us that you know, straight up, and uh, uh, Asa Butterfield was was going to be Spider Man, and that deal was about to be signed. So uh, yeah, take take that for what it's worth. Clickbait. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got, George. Let's get you a topic. What do you got? We got. No, Randy Savage, the Randy Savage. Oh, let's do the Randy Savage. Oh, my God, I found this video uh, last night and died laughing. Tell me about Randy Savage on the set. Oh, yeah, Bone Saw. Oh, yeah, Randy. This. Okay, so according to Bruce Campbell, who was in all three Spider-Man films, uh, and who had a scene with uh, Randy Macho Man Savage, may he rest in peace, uh, in the first Spider-Man film, uh, Bruce Campbell uh, has stated that while the, the two shared, like, neighboring trailers and apparently macho man had a very active love life uh, on the other <laughs> side of this trailer while bruce was you know bruce is a married guy he's a family man and um so he was probably you know doing the dean martin drinking milk every night and calling his family you know <laughs> uh and and on the other side macho man is just you know 
going to going to town. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it reminded me of of a time back in college when um, uh, my roommate, one of my best friends, still a guy named Joe. Um, came home. He, we both worked at Sears. We worked in different. He worked in security, and I worked in uh, in television, and then menswear. And uh, and he came home with this gal that works at, that worked at Sears, and she was stupid hot. <laughs> and I was I was in the living room watching Viva Las Vegas because you know that's what I did on Saturday night. Uh, you're gonna sit my soul. And uh, and so Joe and this girl, uh, Joe was like, you know. We could watch something else, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm pretty good watching Elvis right now." And so Joe and, and his girlfriend went into his room, and then I finally got tired. I went into my room and alone, and listened to uh, Steve Martin's comedy album from the '70s, "Let's Get Small." And uh, suddenly, uh, in the other room. suddenly in the next room, I hear, "Oh my God! Oh Joe, you're the king! You're amazing!" I mean, like she's screaming. <laughs> And it always struck me. She screamed, "Oh God!" Oh, she screamed his name and God in the same sentence in the same. <laughs> and I mean, and, and this was loud. So my roommate is is just you know giving the spurs to some poor girl next door. And I'm sitting there listening to Steve Martin, and and and, and I'm retracing my steps back through the day, oh, and I'm thinking, where exactly did did my day go wrong? Where did it all turn south for me? Where I go to bed alone. <laughs> Steve Martin's comedy albums, and, and my, oh, oh. my buddy, my best friend, my roommate Joe, gets Oh God, Oh Joe. Wow. Uh, now I, I doubt that uh, Bruce Campbell and Macho Man had that close relationship, you know, and that and that he felt that same thing. I don't think he he thought where did my day go wrong because he was a family man. But uh, but yeah, it's it's just. Can you imagine hearing Macho Man on the other side of the wall? He's a loud dude to begin with. Can you imagine him? Yeah, I I, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, yeah, give it to me, man. <laughs> I don't even want to think about what that would sound like. Can you imagine? No, and I'm trying not to. <laughs> it makes me wonder if Campbell was, like, beating on the wall saying, you know, give it a rest. <laughs> Go to a hotel, you freaks. I'm trying to get oh. to sleep. I'm a professional. I, I honestly, I could not stop laughing. I would be his, in hysterics. On the other side of the wall, hearing that. By the way, uh, for Bruce Campbell yeah. fans, and I am one. I love I love Bruce Campbell. I got to see him again in Tulsa. Um, funny as hell. But uh, he is he's got a new show now. He's on Stars on Ash versus the Evil Dead, which is a continuation of the three uh, Evil Dead movies, and it is so fantastic and well done. It is amazing. Now. It, I have also seen uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead and loved it. Oh, my God. It's... And uh, I have never seen the three Evil Dead movies. Oh, you should. They're very good. I actually uh, – I, I have stars, and I, I DVR'd all three, and they're on my DVR to watch. Yeah, you need to watch And them. my first time ever hearing the word – or the name Bruce Campbell was in the Spider-Man movies. And I loved him in that. I loved him in the second one and the third one. And him as the narrator in the Spider-Man video games was awesome. I, and uh, he was great in Burn Notice, too. And I've seen him at conventions, and yeah. he's just hysterical. Oh, he was so. great. He was great in uh, Briscoe County Jr. He was great in Jack of All Trades. I mean, he's – He's he's yeah. one of these guys. He's like Michael Caine. Where like it doesn't matter how bad whatever you know if he's in it, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. If it sucks completely, he's still going to be great. I have I have a Bruce <laughs> Campbell brush with great. Oh, I've heard this one. Story. I've heard this one. Have I told? Uh, yeah. Well, let me tell it real quick. On the, uh, my wife and I were uh, I think it was in St. Louis. We were at a convention. Uh, uh, Bruce Bruce Campbell was at, 
And he, we saw his uh, uh, panel on a Saturday, and uh, we went to the Sunday show. And I got in my car, and we were driving to find a parking spot to go to the convention. And, and, and from far away, I noticed a guy in a red suit. And a red coat, and you know when a guy wears a red coat, it it pops. You know, it's not like wearing a, a, a dark blue or a black suit, but a red suit pops you from far away. As we get closer to this red suit, I'm like, holy shit, that's Bruce Campbell. So I roll down my window, and uh, I'm like, well, I I need to hang a left here, I'm, but I'm gonna before I do that, I'm gonna roll my window down and say, hey Bruce. So I roll my window down and go, hey Bruce, and so I hang a left immediately. He doesn't look, his manager looks, and as I turn left, I realize I'm going down a one-way street the wrong way. Wow. So Bruce Campbell almost made me wreck my car with him in that red coat that he was wearing. Well done, but, Douglas. Oh, epic fail. But yeah, I, uh, I love that Bruce didn't even look at me. <laughs> if I crashed the car, he would have. But no, that, that new uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the cast is amazing. It is so well That's done. The, the humor is spot on, the action, the... Horror elements of it, everything was just amazing. It was, it was even. I expected it to be good. I, I didn't expect it to be that good as good See, as it was. It, the second episode's aired. Yep, I got a second episode to watch on my DVR. I think it right aired now. tonight. Yeah, I think they air on Saturday. Yep. Uh, do, do, have you seen it, Zach? I, I, I've seen the previews. I've never seen it. Ah, cool. Uh, Zach, any thoughts on Macho Man making love on the other <laughs> side of the wall? <laughs> Bone size, ready. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. Do it like that! Oh, yeah. oh man! I'm so glad Ashley's not here for this for this particular. I'm gonna break off a Slim Jim. Dab <laughs> into that Slim Jim. Oh my God! Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm so, gonna uh, need a shower after this. <laughs> uh, what should we follow that up with? Uh, let's see. Oh, who's gonna do the JR uh, uh, the JR topics? Uh, not me. Okay, there. I settled that. You don't want them? Okay. Z- me and Zach will take them. So, uh, so if I want to do Jr., should I do it in the voice of Larry King? No, because you... he doesn't sound like Larry King. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll I'll take one, and then Zach, you take the other Jr.-related topic that he was going to do. Uh, let's see. Spider-Man rescues uh, a couple after their car bursts into flames. Uh, evidently, uh. A pregnant woman burst into flames. A pregnant woman burst into flames. Jesus like Christ. Life. <laughs> uh, they were rushing to the hospital, and uh, they thanked Spider-Man for coming to his rescue. Um, the guy cut off his finger in a lawnmower accident. So the woman, pregnant woman was rushing the car, and suddenly it burst into flames and on the side of the road, and their three-year-old daughter uh, Millie was stranded in the car and uh, a man dressed in a full body Spider-Man suit. This happened in where in the UK. Uh, I rescued him. I just <laughs> I, Why was the man wearing a Spider-Man suit? Let's see. I don't know why he was married. We called over and she was saying all this why I was dressed in the Wow. <laughs> I love that Dread Practice trails off. He's like, oh, I need to rescue him. You know what? I, sh- I guess I should have, for- when JR canceled at the last minute, I should have prepared and, and had these ready to, to review, but I, I don't. I apologize. I'm actually, I wrote a front page article about this. I guess I, I could uh, tap into that and read way it. To, way to phone it. it in, Douglas. Yeah, no this shit. is the level like, of excellence that people have come to expect from 
I the, know it. I'm this is not this is not excellence in broadcasting right now. <laughs> not EIV. <laughs> oh, screw it! I didn't even write the fucking thing on the front page. All right, uh, uh, you mean to jump over to the minor? Yeah, fuck it. That topic went to shit real quick. All right. So we have. Uh, so basically, uh, my topic is a 62 year old Spider Man saves the day. Nice. So uh, we have a a 62. <laughs> And this, I love, love this. You have a Cam and Coley Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> this, this picture of this guy. Okay, he's got, oh he's got red boots. Yeah, he's got he's got a he's got the beginnings of a Spider Man outfit. Yeah, it's like it's like a pair of sweatpants that he stitched together. Well, he's sixty-two. He wants to be comfortable. <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to be comfortable. He's got to be comfortable. He, uh, he looks like Riff Raff. You know, the guy that played Riff Raff and uh, and uh, he oh, looks God. like an old ass Norman or uh, old ass Lex. Robert Luthor, Robert or Richard O'Brien, the guy that played Riff Raff from from Rocky Horror, like how he looks now. That's how this guy looks. That, isn't that going to be the new Spider-Man suit, sweatpants, Spidey? <laughs> I mean, so so I, don't okay. know, but I like the wrestling boots. Yeah, the wrestling. He's got, yeah, he's got like these 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 wrestling. Yeah, you're right, the wrestling boots. So that okay, so picture looks like he may have stained his pants somehow. <laughs> he probably eats. He probably eats and sleeps in the sun. No, it looks like <laughs> maybe he got a little excited over something. Oh, he got a little Gosh. excited that they were t- that they were you're taking at that his second picture. picture. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, look at. Okay, so basically what this guy well, did. Web he, shooter's working. <laughs> God. All right. It, his web shooter works for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> if it lasts more than four hours, he's calling we everybody. We are going to get a hate mail. On- <laughs> oh my God! We're going to get it. <laughs> the story about a 62-year-old Spider-Man was aimed at Jr. <laughs> and I and I I get the youngest kid on the line. To do this. Okay. Uh, the youngest I mean, can you kid. Jr. doing this topic. The youngest kid. The tw- the one that's about to be 28. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so there was a new community center, and he claims a group of 30 or 40 people were actually outright brawling in the streets. So he yeah. he, he 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 gets between this giant group and his Spider-Man suit, and they're going, "What the hell is this guy doing?" I mean, come on. So 62 year old Spider-Man breaks up a riot. Yeah, essentially, yeah, exactly. He. Uh, yeah. He, the only, he realized the only way that, that, that he was. This is quote. I realized the only way I was going to stop stop it was. To go back towards them, so I went shouting nine nine nine. The police are coming three times. So, oh god, there's this other picture. <laughs> I love the quote. Quote: I've done about forty citizens' arrests since I was eighteen. I was sixty-two last week, so I'm no spring chicken, but I know how to look after myself, and I'm in reasonable shape. I can use basic psychology. It's always safety first with me. I've never gotten in a situation without an exit strategy. strategy. <laughs> do, you, do you see what I'm talking about now, Zach, in the second picture? Yes. Oh, my God. He's going to go back to that subway behind him in the first picture and go eat fresh. I love <laughs> under his crotch it says auto money. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> So, so imagine if you're the police officer in this situation, be like, "Hey, hey, you batty old man, what the hell are you wearing a Spider-Man suit for? He's supposed to be." And, and the poor guy can't even. Afford, apparently, in London or in the UK, they don't sell Spider-Man masks. And I know I'm going to hear about that from Big Al. Uh, what is that on his crotch? Is it ranch dressing? <laughs> it is freaking me the hell out. What happened to this guy? It can't be what I'm what I'm afeard it is. Because that's horrific. 
how can you not see that, Brad? Hey, wait a second. About a couple years when you hear this, I want to see on our message board, what the hell is on his crotch? Is it ranch dressing? <laughs> Good, God, so. Good God Almighty. There is funny. a stain in a very wrong area oh. on this dude's spider you know pants. What, you know what happened? Oh. He was, he was, the, the, the poor guy decided that you know today was sweatpants day, so he's wearing his Spider-Man sweatpants. He goes to Subway. He eats fresh. And he got excited? <laughs> no, oh. no, no, no. He, he oh. probably legitimately spilled ranch dressing on his pants. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! That killed me. Oh my god! Oh damn! All right. Oh, oh god! This even gets better. What happened? What so, happened? Uh, he last hit, he had last had hit headlines in 2013 when he carried a citizen's arrest on a violent thug who'd been abusing a shopkeeper. He lifted his jumper to reveal his Spider-Man costume underneath. So he <laughs> opened his shirt and said, "Hey, you don't want to mess with this because I just have some ranch dressing." Yeah. <laughs> he says, "You oh. don't know who you're dealing with." So imagine this geriatric old man <laughs> walking up to you, be like, "You don't know who you're dealing with." What the, what the hell is that? I would have died of laughter. I'm ranch oh. dressing crotch man. <laughs> uh, my web shooter works. Spinning. Uh, oh, have mercy! Uh, so he, have he held on to the thug until police arrived with their, you know, no guns, <laughs> and uh, the attacker was charged. Uh, the attacker was charged and was later handed a twelve. This is a quote: uh, twelve month community punishment order, ordered to pay two hundred and fifty uh, pounds in compensation after he admitted to assault charges. Oh, he was like, just keep the ranch dressing guy away from me. I'll do whatever you want. He's getting I'll, way too excited for I'll me. I'll clean the highways. I'll pick up trash. I'll help old ladies cross the street. Just keep ranch dressing man away. Uh, yeah, yeah. His oh. web shooter got way too. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Hey, hey, look at the other news we have. By the way, uh, that will be on the front page if you want to go on the, uh, the crawl space. I did ri- actually write that article. Oh my god! Uh, I'll take a, I'll take my next two. Uh, I actually prepared for these a little bit better because I knew I was doing them. Uh, there's a guy uh, I came across uh, this guy that got a tattoo, and you know when you're getting a tattoo, you got a lot of a lot of uh, different choices that you could do. Uh, if you're a Spider-Man fan, I've seen some people on your on their chest. They do the spider logo. Uh, you could do like a, a a face of Spider-Man on your shoulder or something. This guy, oh god, deci- this guy decided to uh, put the word Spider-Man on his back and make the uh, the text look like it was written by a uh, graffiti artist. Uh, it's not even bad. It looks like ass. It looks really bad. Uh, he forgot the hyphen, <laughs> which, which he all. Also forgot to capitalize the M. He did dot the I with a spider web. If, again, if you want to see this, this is on the front page from October 15th called Spider Tattoo Fail. Yeah, good, good luck fixing that one. Exactly. I only, you might be able to put a hyphen in there. I yeah, but you know, can't but capitalize the M. Can't capitalize the M that looks like a tooth. <laughs> it does look like a tooth. <laughs> I mean... And I don't. I've never had a tattoo. I don't know how much that would cost. I would imagine a few hundred dollars. Uh, no, it really actually probably didn't. It probably cost about a hundred bucks because there's not a whole lot of shading to it. And there's not any coloring. Yeah. So uh, it, this this was just oh, this poor dude. Yeah. He's probably like, what's my tattoo do? He would be the type of guy that would get dude or sweet on the back of his 
on the back on his back, you know, like a uh, dude where's my car that Ashton Kutcher movie, which is the cinematic uh achievement yeah. of his career. Uh, you know, I actually have a, a section on the uh the crawl space devoted just to Spider Man tattoos. And back in uh January I think we discussed this, this guy got a tattoo of a of a web shooter on his wrist. Yeah. We talked yeah, about we did. that and JR like rightfully mocked <sighs> him. Yeah. And there, evidently, it really hurts to get a tattoo on your actual hand, which he did. I also, over the years, have posted a picture of a woman with a Spider-Man sta- a tramp stamp. And the Spider-Man uh, is, like, blinking his eye at the viewer, uh, at the camera, and it says WTF over his head. Someone actually got that. So You know, people Spider- actually was- pay money for these types of things. I know. I don't get that. Now, keeping with the theme of misspelled Spider-Man, oh, again, God. You, need, you need the hyphen. Well, the, the, Spider-Man. So if, if, folks, if this is your first time listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space, because every, every episode somebody's first, Brad Douglas has a crusade against the people not using the hyphen. Like that, that's like, you want, right. you, you want to be dead to him instantly with, spider, with your Spider-Fandom? Forget the hyphen. Right. By the way, and, and, and someone took me to task also this, uh, if you notice my website, if you go to spidermancrawlspace.com, you can put a hyphen in it, or you can put not put a hyphen in it. It goes straight to the same page. <laughs> of course you did. Well, actually, I, I have to give a shout-out to my friend Greg from St. Louis, who secured the domain name for me. <clears throat> I, I When I fr- originally registered, I did not put the hyphen in, so I guess I'm a hypocrite. I just, anyway. Well, you probably uh, thought it couldn't be done on the Internet, but... I, yeah, I didn't think yeah. you put hyphen because you were, re- when you registered this, there probably wasn't a lot of hyphen sites out there. There wasn't. Yeah. No, there wasn't back wasn't. in 1999, 90, 2000, yeah. etc. Anyway, uh, Rod Stewart has a new album coming out called uh, Another Country. Uh, and on his album, uh, he has a song called Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. On, if you go to Amazon, uh, Spider-Man is misspelled. If you go to iTunes, Spider-Man is misspelled. I don't actually have a physical copy of the album to look on the back of the printed material. It's probably going to be misspelled. It's probably going to be misspelled. This is an odd little song. I've uh, uh, embedded the video up on our front page. It's going to be released uh, soon. So so stay tuned for when it's actually a front or the bumper for the bumper music for for the show. Hell, you know what? I, maybe maybe I'll put it at the front of this episode. I mean, that would be perfect timing. There you go. Uh, that, we're just showing you how we make sausage here. <laughs> I will put this at the front of this song, just so you know. I don't what want anything to do with your sausage. Yeah, I, don't want, I don't want to have any part of the sausage <laughs> process, Brad. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, it's a it's a lullaby song that he's singing to his four year old about Batman, Superman, Spider Man, oh. and he compares his son's toys uh, to what he had. So, like, I, Rod Stewart doesn't actually say the word Batman, Superman, Spider-Man anywhere in the song. You have backup singers saying Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, which is, I guess, the chorus? I guess? I don't know. Part of the chorus, probably. Yeah, and he talks about how he dreamt of pirate ships and stuff, and now his son has Buzz and Woody and stuff like that. So, I, I don't really care for the song. It's kind of odd. But uh, if you like my body and you think he's sexy, go ahead and listen. Oh, <laughs> you had to reference the worst. I, no, I like that Rod. Now that Rod Stewart no, that, song, I no, love. That, yeah, yeah, no, no, ass, no. You man. need to shut the f up, Spidey. Dude. No, no, no. The reason why I say that because that's that song single almost single handedly killed his career. It did. Everybody yes. knows that. 
No, it, when when that came out in '79, he, he he's Rod Stewart was rock and roll, and you did a disco song. The the hell's wrong with you, son? It was bad. Like oh, man. it took ten years, or it took about five or six years. Excuse me. There's a Rod Stewart, a couple of Rod Stewart songs I like. Uh, there was a time when you could put on uh, Tonight's the Night, and there was a fifty yeah. fifty chance somebody was getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Love Touch. Remember that yeah. obscure song? Yeah. It was in Legal, Legal Eagles. Yeah, Legal Eagles. Yeah. Redford. I also like um, uh, uh, Forever Young. That was Basically the, all the, the songs that he did for movies you like, but everything else I sucks. Do. Some guys have all have the all love. love. <laughs> yeah, Rod Stewart kicks ass. You back no, off, Spidey, dude. No, 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 no. I'm a huge Rod Stewart. I will fight I mean, you. I will I will have a knife fight. That. I, <laughs> Rod Stewart. I, Rod Stewart was is one of my uh, from the time I was a kid. I was a huge Rod Stewart yeah. fan. I don't like him covering Sinatra stuff. Well, but I, I like his other stuff. Yeah, but I like. Anyway, poor Rod and his marketing people they forgot the hyphen. Come on, come on now. Well, they they didn't consult Brad Douglas, and therefore they are automatically not. wrong. All right, let's see what else we got. We got Spider Mabel. Yes, Spider Mabel. But, but Spider Mabel. Tell me about Sp- who Spider Mabel is. All right. Well, you may remember uh, a couple years, like, yeah, I guess it's been a couple years now when you had Bat Kid. Mm-hmm. And so in Canada, up in uh, oh, I believe this was Vancouver. Um, no, pardon me, Edmonton. It was in Edmonton. Um, the, uh, an adorable six-year-old little girl named Mabel. Uh, they don't give her last name, I guess, for privacy reasons, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, had been battling uh, acute leukemia uh, for a couple of years, and had been really had just done really you know well, and and had been very strong. And while she was being treated, she became a Spider fan. She would read uh, some of the old Spider comics, and hopefully, she's not reading anything with Dan Slott. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I don't believe that. I, I I I put this up there. God. Over a well over a month ago, this is like five weeks ago or so now. But from mm-hmm. what I from what I read, uh, she was reading old Spidey comics. Well, that's good. And um, and she became so she became a Spider fan. And so like Miles Scott, who was Bat Kid, uh, you know, in Chicago for a day, Edmonton did a thing where she was Spider Mabel. And that morning at seven a.m., Mabel woke up, and then there were the cops on TV saying, "Look." Uh, you know, uh, Mysterio's come into town, and we need help with this. Where's Spider Mabel? And then Mabel's like, OM, OMG, what's going on? And then they dress her up <laughs> as, you know, a little spider girl. It's so Parade sweet. her around town. At one point, she was, I, I think she was at the zoo, and that's when she she saved a Edmonton Oiler hockey player named Andrew Ferenc, saved him from Mysterio, and I believe that happened at the zoo. Um but yeah, I mean, I love these kinds of stories. You know, I love these, yep. these kinds of stories where they do special things because I love kids, and I love these you know times when they do special stories for kids like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love to see it. And I I know I remember back when we did we talked about Spider Kid, or not Spider Kid, uh, Bat Kid. Um, you had you know I had read somewhere where like people in Chicago were bitching about it, you know, because like it tied up traffic and all this other crap. And I'm Shut like, up. you know what? Once you fight cancer. You know what? Then, then come talk to us. Otherwise, just STF you and enjoy the day. Absolutely. I'm, and, and, yeah. and I get a little uh, – when it comes to pediatric juvenile cancers, I, uh, you, you talk about getting my fangs out. Dude. My, wife, my wife's a survivor. 
Okay. Uh, I I will I will cut somebody. Think think shreds. about think of how hard it would be to fight cancer as an adult. Yep. And then try to imagine how how hard it would be as a as like a five or six year old kid. Yep. You know, yep. and what a strain yep. that puts on the family and the resources and everybody, and for that kid, you know, to come through it, and 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 you know, God, and God when? bless. A lot of them don't, you know, yep. mm-hmm. which is a horrible thing to think about. And but but especially yes, when they're that, you know, when they they have that strength and they keep going and 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 they they persevere. I love that, and I love it when yeah. people do special things for them. Mm-hmm. It it mel- it melts me inside. Yeah, it, it, just it should beautiful. you know, and and the joy that's on those kids' faces, the 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 absolute just sparkle that's in their eye. Yeah, comics did that. Yeah, mm-hmm. comics did that, and ten yeah. years ago, you wouldn't have probably seen something as epic of a scale as epic of a scale like a Bat Kid or Spider Mabel. You wouldn't have seen that, and and for for those kids to win this battle, it it just it really it's awesome. And, and if anybody has a problem with that, do they not have hearts? I mean, yeah. I, I would I would like to look them square in the face and be like, have some have some decency as a human being. Well, I, you know, in, in Mabel's case, I, I, I don't think there was a lot of complaining like there was about uh, right. Bad Kid, but, and, and and even in you know with Bad Kid, it was only some people, but but I mean, this little girl, she's so cute. She's got a little spider costume on. She's you know she's got this. Was it pink? Uh, no, it was red, and she has like you know cute little you know curly blonde hair, and and they they spray painted you know or paint not spray painted but painted you know colored some of it red. And she's wearing a little spider mask. She's got the cutest little chubby cheeks, and she's just so adorable. <laughs> so good on you, Spider Mabel, and good on you, Edmonton. And uh, Mabel, we, we hope you read Spider-Man stories for years to come. Start start back in the 60s and then work your way forward, and then maybe it'll be okay by the time you're, you're a grown-up. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. Uh, before we go, uh, we have a news segment that we often like to end at the uh, the episodes with. And George, what is that segment called? Ditko News. Yeah, there you go. We want to wish a happy birthday to Steve Ditko. He turned eighty eight. Because the chances of him actually listening to this show, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Steve Ditko is listening every month. You know, just to he's, hear a, he's probably a luddite. <laughs> like 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 but, Greg Wiseman uh, is. Eighty eight years old, born in nineteen twenty seven. Wow. And uh still producing content and by God I need to send off for that Why I Quit Spider Man essay that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I was looking at comicsalliance dot com and they, they they say one of the reasons he quit Spider Man was uh Lee, Stan Lee's unwilling unwillingness to talk to him that spurred his departure. Well, you have to remember Comics Alliance is also a rabid uh, Stanley hate site. So, really? Remember, don't you remember when when they were they were bitching about what like one of his little funny stands rants about credits in the movies and they're like, "Oh yeah, you mean where you can only see, you know, the names of people who aren't you?" I mean, they they they're hipster douchebags. Remember I went off on that giant rant. <laughs> <laughs> and both uh, Haley and I were like, "Yeah, just, you guys can just, just go back, talk George, off a just hold back." Uh, <laughs> yeah, so consider the source. Comics Alliance is a, it, it, it has has a very strong anti-stan agenda. 
So, uh, which is which is ridiculous because it I mean, is ridiculous. It's goddamn ridiculous. It, it's not like a bill. It's not a Bill Finger situation where a man literally died impoverished while the other guy has made bukus and bukus and bukus of money. Did Stan do things right by his artists? Probably not, but he wasn't Bob Kane and a jackass about it. You know, it, 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 anyway, I'm looking forward to that article it, uh, uh, from Ditko. It, 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 here's the thing. It's like – and most of it, uh, of the Stan hate at Comics Alliance is driven by, by Kirby Love. And I, I, I want to heal the world right now. If you're, <laughs> if you're a Kirby fan and you think, oh, God, Kirby got screwed and yada, yada, and all these other guys got screwed when they made business deals, yada, yada, whatever, you, it's okay to, to love Kirby. It doesn't mean you have to hate Stan Lee. I love both of them. I they both did tremendous work, and I'm glad that that Marvel had them for for years and years and years. It, it just stop the Stan hate. Oh my God, stop it! And I think it's because he's become that ambassador. And then you have a, I mean, okay, you have a, a Kirby who you know had his issues, but you had a Ditko who didn't give a shit, who literally has walked away from multi multi millions of dollars. He still gets uh, checks from uh, royalties, yeah. from uh, yeah. the reprints and stuff. Yeah, but I- I'm talking about the the the, the merchandise, the convention, the, con- the convention, the con- and stuff like conventions, that. the merchandising, the, the com- oh my god, the the amount of money that he probably has walked away from just in the licensing of his character yeah. at Marvel is probably astronomically high, because Stan's not hurting for money. And you know it. it uh, it's often been said that uh, uh, Ditko was writing much of the end of his Spider-Man run. That Stanley. Well, he was. I mean, Stanley. All he was doing was scripting the plots and, yeah. and the artwork. The plots all was Ditko. All Ditko. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, there's only three of us left. <laughs> Two a.m. and I've got bronchitis. Final thoughts, Zach. Thank you for. Uh, uh, multitasking tonight. You had a little fussy baby, but you... you, you uh, Once she got asleep, things were okay. Yep. There you go. So. Once I get to sleep tonight, things will be okay. Okay. <laughs>